As the England team returns from France, I've been harried, harangued and harassed by the press, who placed the blame solely at my feet. But it isn't my fault, it's the FA's fault for hiring me in the first place. Hello and welcome to 50 Years of Hurt, a Euro 2016 podcast. And that's why mums go to Iceland. I'm Richard Carey and in this episode I'll be recapping the first three quarterfinal games featuring big names such as Belgium, Portugal, Italy and Germany. Coming up... The last home nation standing, would Wales keep their great campaign alive against Belgium? Germany face their bogey team. Could Antonio Conte's Italy outsmart Yogi Lowe's side? And annoying lucky team faces personal best team as Poland play Portugal. First up, it's Wales versus Belgium. Wales squeezed past Northern Ireland in the last 16 thanks to a Gareth McCauley own goal, whilst Belgium gave Hungary a bit of a drubbing by beating the side 4-0. Without question, this looked like Wales' toughest test in the tournament to date. Could they keep their dream alive? So right at the start of the game, Ben Davis is booked, which means he'll be suspended if Wales progress to the semi-finals. A Lukaku cross comes in. Carrasco's shot is saved by Hennessy. Another shot by Minewer is blocked off the line. Hazard gets another chance and it's blocked again and goes out. Great blocking, getting in the way of everything the Welsh defence. Taylor cross into Robson Carno, but his header is over. Bale runs from the halfway line and shoots into the side netting. Hazard plays it across to Nangolin. A great strike from 30 yards and it rocketed into the back of the net. He must have a foot like a traction engine. 1-0 Belgium. Ramsey's low cross into Taylor, a good save by Coutois, denies him. Then there's a Ramsey corner, a header by Williams, into the ground and into the net. 1-1, great equaliser by Wales. A threatening cross by Carrasco, Lukaku couldn't get his head on the end of it. Bale counterattacks pretty much on his own, his shot is low and to the left but it's saved by Coutois. A Ramsey's shot is deflected off Denier and wide. Ramsey chip cross into Robson Cardi, whose header is on target, but straight at the keeper. And at halftime, it was Wales 1, Belgium 1. In the second half, Minua crossed into Lukaku, a free header, a golden chance, but he couldn't find a target. Hazard fires in a shot from the left-hand side, it just goes wide, he's looking dangerous. Ramsey ball in from the right to Robson Carno. You feel he needs to square it to Taylor, but instead he does a Cruyff turn and it completely bamboozles three defenders. They're completely confused. He slots it into the net with his left foot. It's 2-1 to Wales. Then there's a Ramsey corner headed at the back post by Williams. Blocked out to Allen. Blocked again. It falls to Williams. He blasts it over the bar. All the rivals crossed from the right into Fellaini. His header was so close but yet so far just wide of the post. Ramsey has shown a yellow card for handball, and that means he'll miss the next match if Wales get through. Philly headed it down. Witzel was through, but he couldn't quite get on the end of the ball. Nangolin goes down the area. Ashley Williams did seem to foul him. It probably should have been a penalty, really. Batsui hits the ball. It comes off Ben Davis's arm and out for a corner. As Week appeals for handball, the fifth official behind the goal, doesn't see it. He's right next to it. I don't see how he didn't see it. But in fairness, there was no way Davis could have got his arm out the way in time. 
A gun to cross from the right. Vokes for a terrific header at the near post. He steers it into the net. 3-1 Wales. Unbelievable. Full time. Wales 3. Belgium 1. Wales are in the semi-finals of Euro 2016. Let that soak in for a second. Wales are in the semi-finals of Euro 2016. Wales have never qualified for a European Championship before. The last tournament was in 1958 when they got the quarterfinals of the World Cup and got knocked out by Brazil. And this time, they've gone one better. They're in the semi-finals. What a great performance by the Welsh. They did have a bit of luck on their side, I must admit. First off, Vermaelen and Vertonghen were out for Belgium. Two really important figures at the back and had to be replaced by relatively experienced youngsters, which gave a weakness for Belgium, which the Welsh exploited well. However, that's not, I'm not going to take anything away from them. They played really well as a unit. Ashley Williams, again, leading by example, getting that equaliser. Always stayed in the game, even though they were 1-0 down after that uh, early goal by Nangolin. Wales do have a bit of a problem in the semi-finals because now Ramsey and Davis will not be able to play. They are suspended. It'll be interesting to see how that affects them in the last four and whether they can make it to the finals. I see no reason why not. I think they can make it to the finals. They've got a half chance of winning this. Um, It does depend on who gets through on the other side of the draw. But yeah, really happy for Wales. Really happy having lived in Cardiff for five years of my life that the people there... The Welsh people will be very proud tonight. And this isn't even their national sport. This just makes England look bad. Like, Wales' national sport is rugby. Football is seen as something of a second fiddle. And now, for one time, it's at the prominence. It just puts England to shame this. You know, the English players have played so much money. Raheem Sterling's worth so many millions. And as a unit, they're nowhere near as good as this Welsh side. Yes, they beat Wales in the group stages, but that's irrelevant. Wales are in the semi-finals. England crashed out in the last 16 to Iceland. So now to find out who would be Wales' opponents in the semi-finals. Poland had to take it all the way to penalties to dispatch Switzerland following their 1-1 draw after extra time. Extra time was also needed for Portugal to get past Croatia in what was probably the worst match of the tournament. God, it was bad. Hopefully this time around, Portugal would be more entertaining. Grzycki crosses it into Lewandowski. He scores and makes it 1-0 Poland. This is Lewandowski's first goal at the Euros since the first match of Euro 2012. And he was the top scoring qualifying. He's finally finding his shooting boots again. Lewandowski gets another shot in, but this one's straight at Rui Patricio. Milik to Grzycki plays it across, but no one's on the end of it. It was great play by Poland. They should have done better with the end product, really. As a Ronaldo low shot, it doesn't have a lot of power on it, and it's an easy save for Fabianski. Ronaldo goes down the box. Pazdan barged him, but the ref didn't see it, so no penalty. Renato Sanchez does a 1-2 in Nani. Sanchez has a shot with his left foot from just outside the box. It blasts it into the corner, a 1-1, a bit of deflection on the way in, but a great goal nonetheless. In the second half, Cedric's shot from long range goes wide. It was hard to be accurate from there, really. Jidzerkic cross from the left into Milik at the near post, but it's straight at the keeper. 
Pepe intercepts the ball, plays a through ball. Juzekic intercepts the pass, but he almost knocks it in his own net by doing that, but it just goes wide. Joao Moutinho with a great lob through pass to Ronaldo, who was in and through. He just completely miskicked it. Not going to take anything away from that ball, though. It was sublime. In extra time, a cross into Ronaldo. He can't quite get on the end of it properly. Milik has an ambitious shot from outside the box, but it's well off target. And after extra time, it was still 1-1, which meant we had to have penalties to decide this. Portugal had the first penalty. Ronaldo would take it. He slotted it into the bottom left corner. 1-0 Portugal. Lewandowski had Poland's first pen. He put it in the right corner to make it 1-1. Renato Sanchez then stepped up. His penalty into the top corner. 2-1 Portugal. Then Milik for Poland slotted it into the bottom left to make it 2-2. João Moutinho at the bottom left again and in for 3-2. And Glick made it three in a row of left corner penalties. Uh, some power in this one to make it 3-3. Nani stroke his penalty into the top right corner. 4-3 Portugal. Blaszczykowski stepped up to take the penalty. He put it to the right, but it's saved by Rui Patricio. Still 4-3. And that all came down to Karezma's penalty. If he scored, Portugal would win. He stole it down the middle. Fabianski got a hand to it, but he couldn't stop it from going in the back of the net. 5-3 Portugal, who win the shootout. And Portugal are in the semi-finals to face Wales. God damn it, what the hell? Like, seriously, how are Portugal in the semi-finals of this tournament? They haven't won a single game in normal time. It's ridiculous. They came third in their group. They were rubbish in their group. I don't understand how they're in the semi-finals. In fairness, okay, I'll be fair and I'll say that Portugal have improved quite a bit defensively in the round of 16 and the quarterfinals as opposed to that match they had against Hungary in the group stage where the defence basically didn't exist. However, it annoys me that they've played badly and they've got to the semi-finals, whereas England have played badly and they got knocked out in the second round. Like, ugh. Like, why, why can't England just play badly and win instead of having to play badly and lose all the time? I think when you look at this from Poland's point of view, this is probably a successful tournament for them considering... Previously, they haven't even won a game at the Euros, so to actually not only get out of the group stage quite comfortably, but also to get to the quarterfinals is a really good achievement for them. Granted, they didn't have the hardest draw in terms of uh, once they got out of the group, but even so, it's still a big achievement for them, and I think they should be proud of what they've done. I think they could have gone that step further, and had they taken a few of those early chances they had, they probably would now be in the semi-finals to face Wales, but now Portugal gets the chance, and we have that Bale versus Ronaldo face-off. Not to be biased or anything, to actually be completely biased, please, Wales, knock out Portugal. I just don't want to see him in the final, especially if it's another draw and they win on penalties. This just epitomises my issue at the minute with uh, international football, is that sometimes it's so negative play. And I'm not saying Portugal played necessarily that negative in this match, but definitely in other matches, where it's just teams like just want to defend themselves out, like Slovakia were doing it a lot in this tournament. Just play football, try and win. Like You look at Wales as a great example. They were 2-1 up against Belgium. They still went forward and got that third goal, which they didn't really need to do, but that's really positive play. don't think Portugal will win the tournament. They have a half chance of getting to the, to the final because they're just jammy. I think Wales could beat them, but I don't want to jinx it by saying they will beat them. 
Portugal have a knack of winning games that they just shouldn't win. So we'll see what happens. Best of luck to Wales, not Portugal. Now Germany played well against Slovakia and managed to brush them aside with a comfortable 3-0 win in the round of 16. Confidence will be high in the Italian camp as they knocked out the reigning champion Spain by beating them 2-0. Germany have struggled in major tournaments before against Italy, would their bogey team curse them once again? Joachim Lowe made a few changes in this match to Germany's formation. He changed it to three at the back. Early in the game, Kadira had to go off with an injury, so Schweinsteiger came on to replace him. As a Hummels ball to Gomez, he has to stretch to get it and only boots it up into the air. Hummels cross on the left to Schweinsteiger. His header goes into the back of the net, but he pushes over the defender in the process, so the goal is disallowed as a foul to Italy. A Kimmich cross, Gomez's header is off target. Hector pulls it back to Cruz, who immediately miskicks his shot. It falls to Kimmich, who plays it across to Muller, but he couldn't steer it into the net either. A long ball to Jacarini. He keeps it in play and squares it across the box. No one can get on the end of it. Then it falls to Stiraro at the far post. The ball deflects off Boateng and goes wide. Half time, it was Germany nil, Italy nil. In the second half, Gomez was running adjacent to the goal. He almost loses it, so he plays it to Muller. Muller puts it onto his left foot and hammers a shot in. It seems to be going in the back of the net, but Forenzi manages to kick it off the line with an acrobatic kick and out for a corner. Boateng goes for a spectacular, but this time it goes way over. Not exactly the same luck he had against Slovakia. Gomez runs down the left. He sees Hector and finds him. Hector plays it across first time. It deflects off a defender, but falls into the path of Ozil. He strikes it with his left foot and into the back of the net. 1-0 to Germany. A great ball by Hummels over the top to Gomez. He takes a bad touch, but cleverly flicks it towards goal, but Buffon manages to save it. A Florenzi cross into the box. Cellini heads it back and it hits Boateng's arm, and he has him raised right in the air. The referee gives a penalty to Italy. What is Boateng doing with his arms that far up? Bonucci takes his first penalty from outfield play. He puts it into the right corner to make it 1-1. It's the first goal Germany have actually conceded in the entire Euro 2016. De has a shot from just outside the box and it hits the side netting. As a Hummels foul on Eder, Hummels is booked and will miss the next match if Germany get through. But at full time, it was Germany 1, Italy 1. That meant we needed extra time. Thomas Muller had a shot from outside the box, which was blocked. Insigne has to come on for Eder for Italy because of an injury. Insigne has a shot on goal from the left, but it's saved by Neuer. And at the end of extra time, it was still Germany 1, Italy 1, which meant we needed penalties. Insigne would take the first penalty for Italy. He put it to the right, sends Neuer the wrong way, 1-0 Italy. Then Cruz stepped up for Germany. He put it to the left. Buffon got near it, but not near enough, 1-1. The second penalty taker for Italy is Zaza, who was brought on really late in extra time, especially to take the penalties. He has a ridiculous run-up and then blasts the ball over the bar. Conte got your tactics wrong a little bit there. Still 1-1. And Thomas Muller steps up to take a penalty. It's to the right. It's not enough power. Buffon saves it, so it's still 1-1. Barzagli steps up. He puts it down the middle and high into the net. 2-1 Italy. 
Ozil struck it with power to the right. Buffon goes the wrong way, but he hits the post. It's still 2-1 and advantage Italy. Pelar steps up. He rolls it way to the left. Really bad penalty. Still 2-1. Draxler hits a confident penalty, drills it into the bottom right, makes it 2-2. Then Benucci, who scored the penalty in normal time, strikes low and to the left, but it's saved by Nua. 2-2 and advantage Germany. Schweinsteiger up to take the last penalty and if he scores, Germany win. But it's more like a rugby conversion because it goes way over the bar. 2-2 and now it's sudden death. Six penalties missed out of ten. Giannaricci hits it down the middle, a bit to the right. Newer dies out of the way. 3-2 Italy. Then Hummel steps up to the right. Buffon almost got a hand to it, but uh, Hummels makes it 3-3. Parolo drills the ball into the top right corner. 4-3 Italy. Then Kimmich runs up, slows down right at the end, puts the ball in the bottom corner just under Buffon, 4-4. And Desiglo's penalty struck the bar but still went in, 5-4 Italy. Boateng puts the ball in the same place Kimmich does and it works once again, 5-5. Then Damian for Italy, a weak penalty to the right, saved by Nua. Damian blasts the ball into the air in disgust, still 5-5. So Hector steps up, and if he scores, Germany win. He puts it to the right. Buffon almost gets enough on it, but it still goes in the back of the net. 6-5 Germany, and Germany win after 18 penalties. they finally beaten their bogey team at a major tournament, even after missing more penalties in a shootout than they ever have before. A sixth successive semi-final in the Euros and World Cups for the Germans. What a achievement. So congratulations to Germany, commiserations to Italy, a really good effort but not quite enough. I do think though, if it hadn't been for that Boateng incident, I think this could have quite easily ended in normal time 1-0 to Germany. So Antonio Conte says goodbye now to Italy, it'll be a new start for them. But they should take some positives out of this tournament, they were very much underrated. They proved themselves against Belgium, they proved themselves against the Spanish and got unlucky against the Germans a team they usually do quite well against, but not this time, unfortunately. So they shouldn't hang their heads low in this tournament. I mean, they've had to go through the hardest... Like Winning that group seemed to be a bit of a poison chalice because they had to have a really hard side of the draw. But even so, you know, I don't think they've got anything to be ashamed of in this tournament. As Germany world champs are still in it, want to keep their the reign of dominance. I think the, the big difference for, for me with this tournament is that their defence is really good. Uh, like they say, only one goal has been conceded by Germany in the entire thing, which is a really good stat to have and could see them well in the next couple of rounds. You would argue maybe the semi-final for Germany might be even more difficult than the final. It just depends how things go, really. So let's have a look at the semi-finals so far. On Wednesday in the Stade de Lyon at 8pm, it'll be Portugal versus Wales. And on Thursday, the 7th of July in the Stade Velodrome in Marseille, it's Germany versus France or Iceland. And then, of course, the final is on Sunday next week. So that's all we've got time for for this episode of 50 Years of Hurt. Remember to follow us on Twitter at 50YOHpod, on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash 50 Years of Hurt, and we're available on iTunes. Leave a rating review there. And check us out on TuneIn. In our next episode, we'll be recapping the last quarterfinal between France and Iceland. I'll be giving you my predictions for the semifinals 
and we'll have some commentary on some Pro Evo preview matches that I played. So one thing you might have noticed about this show is that our theme tune is a orchestral version of Free Lions by Padil and Skinner. But considering England have gone out, we can't really say it's coming home anymore. Instead, we're going home. Goodbye. Hello and welcome aboard, boys' aircraft. Destination home. Thanks for everything, boys. I look back on France 2016 with pride. You are! We're going home. We're going home. We're going England's going home. We're going home. We're going home. We're going England's going home. Today we are out. One to the score. It feels like we've been here before. Ignore the press. We were great. We battered Russia, then smashed Kamwe, Slovakia, Poetry, and Iceland. Okay, we got beat, but I remember came superb free kicks. A lucky dip starting 11. Jojo's Iron Man wrists. Boat trip down the Seine, ah, oh, heaven. We're going home, we're going kicks. home, we're going home. A lucky England's dip starting heaven. We're going Jojo's home, we're going Iron home, we're going home. We're going home, we're going home.